Cryptid Warriors being played by Sahoni. Hi, I'm Sahoni. You can find me on Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff, where I play Cyrus Tanner and we play, or we are both going by he, him. You can find me doing radio work, both on Barking Points Memo and also my game design there, where I have everything pinned. I'll give, like, a more lengthy shout-out with, like, links and stuff at another time, but for right now, let's let's just say that I'm ready to play. That felt so ominous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, Mr. Bond, let's just say I'm ready to play. That's... Uh, <laughs> it's very unintentional, but I'll take it. Connor. Oh my god, I don't think I've ever been the second one up on these things. I'm never this prepared. Um, let's see. My name is Connor. And I'm here to say... That I'm gonna rap at you. Oh no, I just finished watching Eurovision. I had enough of that. Oh. <laughs> let's see. I'm I'm playing the Black Cryptid Warrior XR. Both of our pronouns are he, him, and... You can find me on, yeah, uh, like just say something wrong on Reddit and then uh, a bunch of people swarm you and then I'll make a joke about it five minutes late. Oh, that's where you can find me. No. Hi there. I'm Gnome. I use he, they pronouns and I'm playing Emery, the pink cryptid warrior who uses they, them pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Gnome Knight 1990. And on blue sky, and on blue sky, when they finally send me a damn invitation. I really appreciate how much you all are really just cementing the exact week that we recorded this episode. <laughs> Nikki, 
Hey, that's me. I'm Nikki. I use he, they pronouns. I play Reward, the red cryptid warrior who uses he, him pronouns. And you can't find me on Twitter. You can find me in your floorboards waiting for when you're vulnerable. And we are also joined for a special guest appearance by a special celebrity guest star. Hi. It's Jordan. That's me. Oh my god. Hi, I'm Jordan. I use she, they pronouns. My character will use any pronouns. Let's see. You can find me on podcast Roar to Heaven if you want to see a Lumen anime-inspired actual play series. You can find me on Bone Roller Season 1 and Infinity City Season 1. If you go to my itch account, I'm the, also the writer of Horse Girl Infinity at JN Cuttlefish. I, I, I think that's everything. Do I have to like do what Nikki did and like admit that I live near walls? Or <laughs> it's a free country. You don't have to admit anything. Jordan, that can be your secret. <laughs> you don't have to tell it. They're not the cops. Yeah. You can plead the fifth. It's fine. This is Oh my god, I love having an editor. It's like having a confessional booth. See, I'm a gnome. I just live in people's garden like a civilized person. Uh... <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is Jordan, after you and Fabi left the the intros did not get any less unhinged. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. We hate It's hinges. a brand. It's a brand now. Yeah. No, we have eaten every single hinge. Welcome to Bone Rollers. We will eat your hinges. All right. So we left off last episode with your boy Cyrus not really doing too hot as far as mental health goes and yeah. also probably consequentially physical health yeah. so Sahoni, how do we see that manifest in our sort of opening scene i feel like we have a montage of like people asking him to do things and he just answers got it and it's just repeating this sort of process. And it's, they're small favors. It's nothing big. It's it's always just, like, little things. But, like, as you go through kind of this process of more and more goddits coming on, they, they start getting, like, slower and more ragged. And, and they're, like, bags visibly under the eyes. <laughs> like, got it. 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 I was going to see how long we could get Sahoni to sound sad. <laughs> so yeah, as Cyrus is going through this, I want to give everybody, because we talked a little bit previously about everybody sort of chipping in to try to bring Cyrus back to a better mood. So what are the scenes we see of that? Who's got something that they're doing to try to cheer their buddy Cyrus up here? Oh, God, I have an idea for XR. So I can't imagine why or how, because I don't think XR has a lot of, like, just excess money laying around to buy these tickets. But I think he gets two tickets, maybe, like, they were, like, a gift to his dad or something, and his dad's like, I don't know what to do with these, and he left them on the uh, kitchen counter where XR found them. But they're two tickets to go to zip line. It's, like, high speed, half a mile in the air. I don't know if that's realistic. How high are zip lines usually? 
Does anybody know off the top of their head? How high do you want to put them? For the Avalila. This is the kind of safe, reckless fun that 90s kids television says that is how to chase adrenaline. And this is it. Yeah. Look, one of the only scenes I remember from the original Power Rangers movie was them skydiving at the beginning. So, Oh my god. <laughs> but that didn't realize. Oh, it's so good. If I, love I had that known scene. that I could just set up a scene where we're just jumping from a high place, I did that as a kid way more than I went to play. But yeah, I, I think he has these free tickets and he texts Cyrus. Because, yeah, I think XR is aware that like you're going through some stuff. And XR is like, let's great. I'm also going through stuff. Let's go really fast and get away from it. And so he texts Cyrus a, a photo of the tickets and says, hey, do you want to go ziplining? I think there's like a thinking emoji and then like a thumbs up. Maybe it's themed to his character and, and, and it's like a big dog or something. Ooh, custom emoji. That's very cool. Actually. I really yeah. like that a lot. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to get his, his bit buddy, his fun little cryptid and be like, have you ever gone ziplining? What is a zipline? It's a thing where people clip you to a rope and then slide you down it real fast. Combat training, yes. And you can feel just excitement <laughs> emanate from your dogman friend at the prospect of combat training. Yeah, I think I think he, uh, like, even if he's not the most enthusiastic about it, he figures it'll be a nice thing for his, his dogman friend and is going to take him. And he goes... I'm good when you are. I I just need to drop something off along the way. Yeah, if you want, I can come with you, and then we can just both end up at of zipline. Can Can I sell you on easy ziplines? Oh, I do like that too. That's very good. So yeah, I think unless you all want to specifically like show what that looks like, we can get to some other scenes. XR knows, like, look, you don't have to do this. All I know is that if I do it by myself, I'm going to have a lot of fun and you're going to miss out. And I'd hate for you to miss out on this cool opportunity to unhook yourself from the zipline halfway through and do a backflip right into the middle of the cove. But uh, it's something it, I, I really want to do. Question, are you saying that while getting hooked up to the yes, zipline? while we're getting hooked up, like it's blowing under my breath and like, Maybe they're, like, checking the, the other people at the front of the line. The, the zipline instructor person comes up, like, hurriedly and is like, No, you're not allowed to do that again, XR. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Yeah, they don't put any locks on these. So just heads up. If you're not going to go, then you should, you should step in I, front of me. I'll go. Just, I, I've never done something like this. Uh, All right, well... I can go first, and you can just watch me and do what I do, okay? Got it. And yeah, so when XR's turn comes up, he's holding his hand over the clip a little bit so that, like, they pull it, and they feel that it's secure and snug, but really, XR's kind of holding it, you know? <laughs> uh -huh. And so when he steps up, he does, like, a running jump and lets the zipline carry him about to the halfway point over the cove, and he just, like, unclips and lets go and does a backflip right into the water. 
Oh, that's rad. I think he screams as he does it. There's nothing cool you can scream while backflipping into a co that isn't immediately shown up by the fact that you're backflipping off a zipline into a go. I was going to say just screaming as you do it is enough. Or if you go the opposite direction and say cowabunga and completely eliminate any cool factor. Oh, God, yeah. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. <laughs> Again, I reference the Power Rangers skydiving scene, and I remember yeah. the Pink Ranger said, catch you on the flip side, and I was like, And did a flip. So, it's great. That's fucking cool. Oh, that yeah. is pretty rad. That fucking movie is a treat. Yeah, you know what, XR is going to shout, life is as extreme as you want to make it, and just uh, backflips off. So, quick check. XR, and I don't want to tell Sahoni how Cyrus is feeling. Are you trying to angle for frightening another with an impressive feat? That's what I'm aiming for, but if it doesn't work, then that's fine too. Then all that means is that I got Cyrus to do something frightening and be a little bit distracted from being so uh, overwrought. <laughs> You know, the best way to overwhelm the feeling of overwhelming is by overwhelming it. So that's all XR knows. I, I know how he's going to go over this, but I want to see how this resolves. Well, yeah, in that case, then I am trying to frighten someone with an impressive feat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm so used to playing in games where there's just kind of like some sort of resolution mechanic. But this is I keep forgetting that this is a diceless game. Yeah, it, it's basically uh, up to you. Do you like? Do yeah, you think this applies here. I I think I think frightened may not be the right word for it as much as morbidly curious. <laughs> Is XR dead down there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just like gets hooked up next, and I think there's like no chance for him to like go back down the ladder. And he's going over the line, but he just, like, is hanging, like, I don't know. Have you ever picked up, like, a large dog and just... <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. 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 And just, they, they have, like, a defeated look on their face and just, like, stiff legs. <laughs> it's It's that expression, but, like put onto a human being and him going, oh, as he slowly rotates while going down uh, the line. I do think he tries to unclip at the right moment, though. I do I do think he does attempt to follow suit. Please, belly flop. Yeah. Uh, right. I think when he, he drops, he's going to... He is going to go for the just complete elimination of anything cool. He is going to go for the cowabunga. But it's with a question mark and Gowabunga. Good. How do you hit the water? <laughs> I, surprisingly, uh, surprisingly well, I think. I think because he was so stiff, it j he just like slides in like a knife into the water. Is <laughs> even a splash? It's just. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What about Colt? Did you have any scenes in mind for trying to help Cyrus out? So my question in regards to Cyrus, does Cyrus have a lot of chores and stuff that he does around the house that's kind of expected of him? Yeah, he. so Cyrus's living situation, which I imagine we probably got from that montage, is that 
he has a single mom and two little brothers. And this is a new situation. Like, they have kind of recently shifted households for 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 some big reason. And so not only does, like, Cyrus have to look out for them, he's also got his cousin that that's always doing nonsense. And, like, he's probably also got his uncle, who is the father of the cousin, who, you know... Probably is a big reason why why they even have a place to stay in the first place right now. And that's kind of been him just shuffling and trying to handle chores from everybody. Okay, because my idea for Colt is like the unhinged red warrior that he is, is going to show up to your house and do every single chore physically possible. <laughs> like tireless robot that he is. Uh-huh. I, I will say that that probably does in, include a delightful walk with his large dopey Akita named Delgado. Oh. I presume Delgado is nowhere even approaching least trained. Oh, absolutely not. That dog has a mind of its own. But I think it all starts with, like, Colt just knocking on your door, like, I assume, like, after school. But just holding a box of something, just waiting, like, anime fire eyes for you to open the door. Just like a vampire, you gotta let him in, gotta invite him. I don't think it's Cyrus that opens the door. I think it's probably one of his little brothers that does it first. And it would probably be like, hey, it's just so weird at the door for you. You're here to see my brother, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you like scones? What's a scone? <laughs> and... Colt just reaches into the box and hands like a hands over a blueberry lemon scone. Oh god. And and that is probably that's all you need to get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'd I'd like to think by the time Cyrus is coming downstairs, like Colt is already starting on dinner. The dishes are already done. Like, and then every once in a while, like he stops mid like cooking, put the dog on his shoulders. Does like five squats, sets the dog down, and just <laughs> the way I'm imagining this monster of a dog is that it's just perfectly happy to to just be picked up like that. Cold has yeah. to maintain form. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, Akitas are like a hundred pounds of pure muscle. They are a dog that was bred to fight bears. So <laughs> wow. wonderful dogs. Very stubborn. Yeah. Very strong. Yeah. Very fluffy. Cyrus, do you have any food allergies? No. I my little brother gets hay fever or, or one of them gets hay fever during spring, but that's about the closest you got. Most of us will just eat anything you put on a plate. Okay. So I'm making chicken katsu. I think I have enough to essentially last mm, at least a couple of days. Also there are scones on top of the fridge. Also, how much, what type of food does your dog eat? Because I think I'm going to go to the store and grab some dog food because it looks like you're running low. When do you wake up in the morning? 4.30. That's unreasonable. <laughs> but we usually get him, like, big dog, big brand, big food. It's the one with the big red, it's the one with the big red dog on the the... The package, you can't miss it. Got it. All right, here, take a scone. 
And then like Colton's immediately just going to put the scone in your hands and goes, sit down. Uh, I did actually. So I already logged into your TV with my Amazon account. So if you want to just rent a movie, that's by all means, go ahead. And dinner should be done in 45 minutes. I think like as you're doing this and like steering Cyrus around, he's just a combination of like puzzled and and tired and also puzzled. <laughs> it's like he walked into Narnia, but instead of talking animals, it's like super nanny. All right. Is there anything else we want out of this scene before we move on to Emery? I think I'm good. All right. Was there any turns you were trying to collect a token for there, Nikki? Does it special turn take on solving someone else's problem? They gain a token. I did not see that. I think that definitely counts. There you go. Free token for Cyrus. Oh, hell yeah. All right. And then, Emery, what was your idea? Well, so, recall that after the first two-parter, I got a raise. Yes. And so, as part of that raise, I now start every session with a token. Yes. So I would like to spend a token to strike at the heart of the problem. All right. What's this look like? So I'm going to ask Sahoni, what is at the core of Cyrus's fatigue? I don't think Cyrus minds doing all these things. I think he he's actually glad to. That's not the issue. He wants to be reliable and there, but I think it's just so much of an adjustment. He doesn't know how to handle it. Okay, so would you say giving him something familiar? Yeah. All right. Trying to think of like something that Cyrus and Emery have like done together since they became friends. Yeah, I think something that like really represents kind of the core of their friendship would be very good here. Tagging a wall together? Oh, for sure. That sounds actually great. You just get a text with an address and a spray can emoji. He sends back, I'll be there in two shakes. And then like the dog emoji, but the dog's got like the bandana over their their snout. Like they're like they're tagging and they they're using that as a respirator. Oh, I love that. <laughs> These are some very specific emojis and I love it. Well, listen, he's an artist. He can make his own. I mean, that's fair. I just forget yeah. that that's a thing. You get a, ra- yeah. you, you get a rabbit with the same thing. <laughs> just crime times. <laughs> Cyrus is going to show up and be like, hey, did you know that Colt can make scones? I think there's a very short list of things Colt can't do. Sleeping I think that's on a, a weekday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds accurate. I saw Colt do things I didn't think were humanly possible. He he was corralling my brothers with Delgado on his back. You're shitting me. No one can keep the demon children in line while also minding that dog. Apparently he can. Maybe he's really good with kids, too? Well, at Uh, least he got you out of the house so we can do this. I needed this. Hell yeah. Well, we haven't done it in so long. We really haven't. Not since, you know. Yeah, I know. So, what and... are you thinking? Gestures at the wall. I, I kind of want to draw my wolf man. He's been very cool, and I, we've been talking a lot at, at night. 
Nice. Maybe I'll do Jackie. Ooh, that would be cool. We should try doing everyone's. Oh, hell yeah. And I think he's going to, like, shake the can and start kind of outlining kind of a, a, a space for this piece. So yeah. before... Sorry, just before we get to the resolution of this scene, I do want to check. Jordan, do you think it fits to put your character in here? Or if not, we can wait until we get to the concert proper. I think the closest to it is that, like, past the wall, there is, like, a glimpse of very clearly a purple warrior, but, like, carrying, like, a grocery bag and then just disappearing out of thin air. Is it kind of like something in the background as opposed to us in the foreground? Is it one of those things? Yeah, just like a corner of your eye. And as soon as you're able to get any glimpse, it's like this figure just disappeared. Did you see something? No, not really. Huh. Maybe it was Bigfoot. Yeah, but we know Bigfoot. I know, but he says he comes into town sometimes. Can't imagine what that looks like. Probably wears like a disguise or something. As a very, very hairy man? We live in Oregon. Mm, point to you. All right, so do we want to have the visual of what this spray paint looks like now, or do we want to save it for a later moment? I think we should save it. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. All right. Was there any tokens you all want to collect off of any actions that have happened in these scenes? I think the only thing I could really get fr- from this is possibly doubt yourself when taking definitive action with the zipline, but that's the only one. I, I, maybe if you, like, squint a little bit. Your special might apply. When you acknowledge someone's mission of friendship with you, their next heavy move does not cost a token. Yeah, I think that might apply to a couple of folks. Yeah, I... I mean, anybody that you think that Cyrus is feeling closer to, I think will get a free heavy move, honestly. I think that's everyone. Everyone really kind of stepped up here. Sweet. That's so many tokens I have now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're friends, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know the game. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I got it. Now, what does an Angry Dandelions concert look like? What is their sort of venue? What's the setup and the vibe here? I think they usually do them outdoors, you know, thematic. Can I suggest Skate Park? Because that's also a very cool place to have a fight scene. Oh, that works for me. I imagine like two rows of chairs around the back that people just don't use unless they're just tired or like need anything for the sake of ability and some in the front as well. But you know that as soon as they put their bags onto the chairs, they leave and just like start standing and jumping in the middle in between. Come to think of it, skate parks are prime tokusatsu fight scene filming location. I wonder why we don't have, why there aren't more of them. Honestly. Yeah, I think a skate park makes sense. And like, they are very, very much like classic, like grungy punk. Nice. So is there even like a stage or is it just like there's an area set aside that they perform in? Oh yeah, no stage. They probably like took over like one of the ramps or something. Hell yeah. So we open on this scene, the Angry Dandelions. I'm just going to say a female front person, probably a couple of guitars, drums, etc., I love Sleater Kenny. (laughs) 
I'm not ignoring you because that was a bad joke. I'm ignoring you because I don't get the reference. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> As we're, is everyone coming? Did everyone come to the concert? I'll leave that up to you all. I was going to ask where we would find everybody. I think it's I, safe to say Cyrus went to the co- concert. Colt would go providing that he was invited and that all the chores are done. All of them. Yeah, I think Emery always invites you. Emery's fully aware that like their taste in music is not everyone's taste in music, but they always but they always give the invitation. XR was like planning on being at the skate park around that time anyways, so it just worked out really well. As we're arriving, Emery like, okay, your plugs everyone. Right, right. Being the full being the full mom friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. XR will just politely lift up his hand and say no thanks. Suit yourself. What are these for? You've never been to a concert, have you? No. Yeah, these will keep you from getting tinnitus. Fine. It can't be that. I'm pretty sure tinnitus is made up. I've never heard that it was real from anybody. I mean, you'll hear it's real when you get it. You've never even said it's real yet. Even you, the person who thinks that it's real, has not said that it's real. So I think I'm going to be fine. It's real. I just don't have it because I wear earplugs. Interesting. I'm I, I'm gonna go ahead and take a guess and say that JR probably has tinnitus already. I'm sorry, yeah, definitely has that's just the soundtrack of my life. Everyone's everyone hears ringing. That's yeah, yeah. Like I was about to say they're in the motocross a motocross, of course. Yeah. The amount of times he started his own bike next to his own head is very many, so... <laughs> yeah. Alright, so as they are doubting the existence of tinnitus, I'm gonna give you all the choice. Which one of you is the one that spots the purple cryptid warrior armband amongst the crowd? I feel like it has to be Cyrus, personally, not to put any yeah. pressure on anyone. I just didn't want to take up more of the spotlight than, than I already have, and I was... Wanted to give someone else the opportunity. But if you guys think he spotted it, I think he spots it. And then, Jordan, who does Cyrus see this purple cryptid warrior armband on? This is going to be another like high school classmate who has like, recently been showing up to class a little bit less and has never been doing that well in the first place. Their name is Charlotte Jung. And they are very visibly just sitting literally on a fence right now like very high up it's a place that like is wonderful for like the view and sound that's like in a good safe middle ground just you know it's weird and hard to get up there but usually people don't look in this direction during the concert so you can see that they're chilling and then just have like a big bag of like sour gummy worms and are like drinking a slushy right now and there's like fingerless gloves that very like poorly cover the purple band the rest of their outfit is like leather pants chains on chains on chains with like cubes and a key on a necklace around the neck and like a off-shoulder shirt like this is the most like sigma twunkiest person you've seen with like oh this person works out does modeling and fashion and has been like stumbling through life recently (laughs) Oh no, they're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Amory, does does that person look familiar? What? I does that person person does that person look familiar? 
Emery takes out the earplugs and looks over at Charlotte. Yep, that's Charlotte's young. They're kind of cute, honestly. Look at the arm! What? What about it? It's a, it's a cryptid warrior band. It's a cryptid warrior band. <laughs> the purple one. The, the, one that, the one that Bigfoot said uh-huh. was it with us. Yeah. Cool. XR. If you're calling over to XR. I'm definitely going to be nudging XR and our, our fearless leader as well. Hell? Don't all look at once. Crap. XR has not looked away yet. XR, <laughs> turn head. He's, he's like holding up his too and trying to point at it. Okay, 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 hold on, hold on. Bigfoot uh, would have told us if, if he found number four, number five, right? I guess. Quick check. Does Charlotte notice everybody noticing them? <laughs> they absolutely notice, but they just wave and don't yet realize that these four all have matching bracelets. Bigfoot would have totally told us. I haven't heard from him in a while. I feel like he'd have to tell us, right? Yeah, because that means they're our teammate. Yeah. So, how come they have the band? And which which cryptid is purple, even? I thought for sure it was going to be a blue. I thought it was the sea cucumber, right? Sea cucumbers are real. Oh, that's not a distinguishing feature of I know. I, yeah, I, you're right. <laughs> As you all are debating the semantic definition of the word cryptid at this point, the speakers that are playing Angry Dandelion's music explode. And of course, because this is a Sentai show, there is a shower of sparks that goes out into the crowd who all, like, scream and, like, start running away from the quote-unquote stage. The crowd has started, like, scattering and dispersing in a very unorganized manner. And as they are starting to make their way towards the exit, and the four of you look around, there are, of course, Lord Salazar's minions blocking the exit and keeping people inside of the skate park. Oh, great. Hammerjacks. Just what we needed. I mean, at least we have someone else to help us, right? Perhaps. But, like, they just, they just fucked up. Angry Dandelion's concert. No more nice Emery. Alright. So what's going on? Well, first, is Charlotte reacting at all to this? Is Charlotte even still visible? Charlotte is really hoping that, like, everybody else that's been hired can cover the job for him. Because the idea of having to, like, transform is oftentimes exhausting and could be dangerous. So, like, I want to see how it plays out first. Alright. So Charlotte is taking action by inaction. And actually, I do think that falls under one of your light turns. I agree. Yeah, this sounds like you're endangering the squad here. Absolutely. All right, go ahead and hold on to a token for me there, Jordan. My first token. Speaking of the squad, what's going on with you? I'm assuming you're transforming. Tokens to transform, I always got. It's a heavy turn, right? Yeah. Transform yeah. when danger appears. Yeah, but we all have free heavy turns. 
and oh, Cyrus true. has tokens coming out coming out his ears. Yeah. I, but those ears I, are blood. I, I, I... <laughs> yeah, it's to keep all the tokens in. Keep up. So what do you what do y'all say we we get suited up and recycle some tin cans? Just show me what to punch. Fearless leader, wanna kick us off? Moth huh? well, and sore. Oh yeah. Say that's... the line Bart. I guess Colt gives the resolute nod. Was Mothman Sore. Jackal Chill. Dogman Rend. Kraken Uncoil. Yeah. Alright, so the four of you have transformed. There are uh, several dozen nameless mooks to take out. You haven't seen an official, like, enemy general, but you, you can probably assume by now one's going to show up. Seeing this as this is kind of our public debut. You want us to oh. get on stage, right? Well, Emery's going to show off. Oh. <laughs> All right, what's Emery doing here? So there's like a crowd of, of, of punks being harassed by the Hammerjacks. Yeah, basically. Emery, running leap, does a flip over the crowd and behind the Hammerjacks. Hey, boys, time for you to learn it's about, about some mosh pit etiquette. And just big axe swing to swipe through them all. Yeah, I think, like, just before I describe their reactions, is this a specific turn you're trying to trigger here? Or? I think I'm going to call this take action, leaving myself vulnerable. Yeah, I think, like, you do take the swipe through the enemies that are in front of you. They get knocked into the pile of punks that, like, catch them and, like, not really push them to the ground, but, like, get them off of themselves. And these punks, the public of punks, look impressed by Emery. And then their faces drop, as we see in the background of the next shot of our pink cryptid warrior, a large white bird come from the bottom part of the screen. This bird opens their beak, and inside of their beak is a large speaker. And Emery is blasted through the air by sound as this bird introduces themselves and says, It's time to drop the boom! Here comes the boom crane! Ugh, talk about noise pollution! So, yes, Cyrus, you've spoken up. Emery is flying through the air after being blasted by the boom crane. What you doing here? We're at a skate park, right? You are. Someone has a skateboard, don't they? There are enough skateboards around to fill a skate park. That's a bad analogy. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. There are a lot of skateboards around. Cyrus is going to go, can I borrow this? And he's going to take one of these skateboards and then in a just like a real goofy foot stance, push off and try to get off of a ramp to try to catch Emery. Do you have a toe turn you're trying to trigger here? I guess display agile fighting techniques. That works. If I can grab them, I want to be able to kind of like take a, like a real hard, sharp stop with the, the front end up. And maybe, maybe like a polite golf clap from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I think a couple of people do give like a light clap. They're like, since this was a regular turn and not something like a heavy turn, I think yeah. the two of you are sort of like out of the action for a minute. Uh huh. 
just by way of positioning. And then I want to check with Colt and XR and see what either of you want to do. There are still punks being harassed by minions, and there is Boom Crane, who has blasted Emery through the air and is, like, turning his attention on the two of you. I think in his very loud and reverb-filled voice, he says, Cryptid Warriors, it's time for you to be destroyed by Lord Salazar's greatest general, the Boom Crane! Holt is going to jump on the stage and I assume grab the discarded microphone and uh, bring the microphone up to his mouth and uh, pointing his saber at Boom Crane, says, I'd like to dedicate your ass-kicking to Lord Salazar. <laughs> I'm assuming yes. this is talking smack to someone more powerful than you. Yes. And then, I don't know if XR had anything in mind, but I think Colt wants to kick one of the guitars, like, off the stage and into his hands. Assuming he wants to take part in that. So I just had a fully moment in mind. Okay, so I could take a heavy turn here, but I want to see where this is going with XR. I think I actually want to take a heavy turn to clear the way of adversaries during a brawl. So I think I'm going to catch the guitar by the neck with one hand above my head, and I'm going to start swinging it like a battle axe as I slam it into hammerjack after hammerjack in kind of a flurry of... It's like I'm flipping pancakes over here, actually. It's like just boom, boom, boom. We cut over to Charlotte. As your cryptid warrior bracer lights up and you hear the voice of Lord Salazar come through, who you've talked to before, mm -hmm. the voice comes through and says, It's about time for you to enact the plan, Charlotte. Destroy the cryptid warriors. Yeah, I guess I can go do that. Uh, any preference of which one first? That red one. He talks too much. The one with the mic? Got it. I think he puts all of his snacks and his drink in his bag, just like a sticky mess behind him, and just drops it off the fence. And just jumps off, and we'll just announce, Rise, Deathworm! And then you'll see that everything has this like black aura around him as the rest of the suit begins assembling itself. You'll see that the suit looks very reminiscent with the rest of them, but you see that there is this like long dragon-like worm that like rotates around him and then every single time it passes by his body you can see the metallic plating continue to build up and it'll look like the other ones except with like more spikes coming out and the weapons of choice you see are very long like mantis saber claws it's not a sea nice. cucumber what does the helmet look like? Oh, the helmet looks like a motorcycle helmet with, like, horns jutting backward a little bit. Very, like, draconic. Oh my god, I love this. So cool, god dang it. I did so not cool. expect the fucking death worm. That's amazing. <laughs> that was such a good reveal, y'all. You should have seen chat. Chat <laughs> exploded. So yeah, what's our purple cryptid warrior doing here as they enter into the fray? Yeah, going to like place the palm t forward towards the red warrior and you'll see the claws will actually like rotate and fold in until you see like it turns into this like buster, like this arm buster cannon. And you'll see it just blast towards them, but instead of blasting energy towards them, 
it seems like it's almost a point and click hook shot as you can see that the purple warriors now appeared right next to the red ready to do an elbow does colt have a reaction here i think colt doesn't notice the purple until like the very last second and is too shocked to react there's a token for you yeah and then i think it's just mainly this like flying teleporting elbow drop and i was like okay i need to figure out how to grab the piece now I think we have to get, like, the, the sparks and everything from the impact, like... Yeah. Oh, you gotta have the impact sparks. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Sparks, smoke, cold... Ah! I just, screaming, I falling just... back. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Whoa! Now that the fingerless gloves are off, you can see that the bracelet is, like, the nice deep purple, but except, like, you can tell that despite him only having this for, like, a couple days, it's already bedazzled. I'm just, I'm, I'm just imagining Charlotte very much kind of in the style of like one of those secondary common writers that that like starts out as a villain. Yes. Yeah. God, I love this. Guys, I told you. Look, seek cucumber. Please tell me we're gonna get art of this costume because it already sounds so cool. I think Emery's gonna wiggle out of Cyrus's arms mm-hmm. and. Switches axe to crossbow mold and is trying to shoot purple in the back and say, "Hey, Alaskan bullworm! In case you didn't get the memo, the bad guys are the ones in the in the metallic colors." All right, is there a turn that's being attempted here? I don't want to keep using the word triggered. A turn that's being um, activated. Demand that someone pay attention to you right this moment. All right, I definitely think that's gonna happen. I'll give Jordan the call on like how much this crossbow shot actually affects them though is it just one shot yeah it's one blast to the back okay then i think it's going to be a close shot but i'm going to use the regular move react by taking temporary cover and it's basically going to take this blaster arm and just right past red's head blasting it and then you can just hear this with red can hear this little whisper wormhole and just like moved about 30 feet behind and basically trying to use red as cover oh you <laughs> that is so cool. That is so cool, and that's so toku. It very much is. I did my research. Yeah, I, I picked the best villain. God, wait, no, I think they actually did this exact move in in Comrade Kabuto. Okay, so is this gonna hit Colt then? A little bit. Fucking love this scene. I feel bad, but I love it. Colt, how bad does this hurt? I think since Colt probably wasn't prepared for this as well he just screams and like uh, his spasms and i think he goes kind of slack this is probably the worst he's been hurt since doing the whole cryptid warrior thing so i think even like the his cape his uh, winged cape is kind of like messed up looking and battered and whatnot from the blast and i think boom crane steps up next to the purple warrior and says if salazar was just going to send you in why did he have me come along? You seem to have this handled. You warmed him up. Mm, I suppose you're right. And then yellow, black, pink. Who's got an idea of what you're doing here? I think Cyrus, seeing this, is running through a quick rundown. In the like, time dilated in his head, he is making note that there are minions attacking civilians. This boom crane person. Now this purple, whoever this Charlotte person is, up there as well so that and now they also have to try to get uh try to get colt to safety that is 
for task and three of them, what's the priorities here and how are we going to go about it? I think his solution in this case is I want him to do what's best for someone even if they wouldn't agree. I want him to try to basically trade places with Colt. I want him to try to, like, put himself between these two bad guys and Colt. That way Colt can get to safety, essentially, and maybe help others. All right, how's it going about this? I think you see Cyrus's face scanning a couple of, of things, and he looks at his skateboard. He sees a helmet on the ground. And then he goes, I'm about to do something real stupid. I think he's going to summon his weapon, which I bo- which I think I remember saying was a big hammer. I think very specifically, I want him to make a makeshift catapult by dropping this big heavy hammer and launching himself. That way he can kind of like forcefully push Charlotte and boom crane apart and if he can get one of them to kind of stumble back that's all he's going to need to kind of push cult to safety charlotte do you have something you want to react to there or shall boom crane do something i think i rely on boom crane okay yeah so i think like as you separate the three of these boom crane i mean is a said a crane they're like humanoid crane in the way that tokusatsu villains are just to give them like hands uh-huh. with which to do things i think like boom crane is decidedly distracted by you probably gives you like a big kick to the chest to knock you to the ground oh uh, for sure yeah colt has been separated but cyrus is in a rough way here no, because I'm... of it Black or pink, your friends are kind of getting the shit kicked out of them. Um, well, I could always strike at the heart of the problem again, because I do have a token to spend. I say go for it, because yeah, I've spent all my tokens. Just as a quick narrative aside, Gnome, you might want to save that for after the next big event happens. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll save that then. Then I'll try to display innovative fighting technique. So are any of the the actual like sta- like speakers from the concert still in operation? I'll say like the two in the front probably got exploded. The two in the back are still operational. Can we say that Boom Crane's standing in front of one? Yeah, for sure. How about a taste of your own medicine, Big Bird? And Emery's going to take a shot at that speaker and try to blow it up to blast Boom Crane. That's me trying to do display innovative fighting technique. Hell yeah. I think that definitely happens. So after he gets thrown forward, I assume, and blasted. And that's why we wear earplugs. Yeah, Boom Crane gets blasted through the air, hits the ground hard, and slides a fair, like, a couple of feet away from Charlotte. Looks over at him and says, All right, it's time, let's enact our plan. Okay, yeah, you got it. And then he's going to take his claw and, like, sign his name into the air. And you can see that there is, like, barks flying and, like, purple light where it's been signed off as if literally carving space itself. And he's going to shout out, Dark Sanction, from now on you are Crane of Terror. Rise. And the four of you watch on as Boom Crane starts to grow and grow and grow 
No. To massive kaiju size. Okay, very big bird. Very big bird. I do want to give Connor a chance to take a turn if you had anything in mind. I want to try to protect someone in need. I'm going to send out my uh, kraken tendrils in, like, opposing directions. And, like, essentially cut a line through this crowd. On one half, we have the remaining hammerjacks. And on the other half, the... um, uh, escaping concert goers and I'm going to turn behind me to shout to the concert goers and just shout get out of here and then I'll turn to face the rest of these hammerjacks as I have made myself the obstacle between them and any people that they might want to hurt yeah you're for sure like people are being kept safe they're getting out of the way You're being hit with, like, hammers and wrenches and just, like, whatever tools were on set in the nearby toolbox when they staffed this scene. Quick check with Colt before the rest of the team gets to do cool things. Colt, you've been kind of kicked around for a bit. You doing anything, or are you in a position to do anything? So we have a boom crane has gone full kaiju correct yes and then evil purple i assume is standing on stage next to cyrus with our tween correct yeah mm-hmm. between cyrus and colt cyrus is on the ground looking very yamcha like colt is going to shakily stand up and then press his wristband said mothman we need you now and he's going to summon his mech hell yeah i assume others are going to be summoning mechs in so let's get a couple scenes of that so i think mothman just like the previous scene like just we see like the the darkened silhouette with the glowing red eyes just burst out of the forest and sort of like just awkwardly propelling themselves forward with like the incredibly long like legs and these wavy antenna like flying over enigma cove and then i think what makes at least this arrival unique is that Mothman like swoops past a boom crane but manages to like kick him in the back of the head and then lands like just behind the stage standing up like sort of almost dramatically like right where Colt is essentially. Awesome. Anyone else feel like summoning their mechs in? Heck yeah. So I think um, by time we cut back over to XR he is so surrounded by hammerjacks that you can't even see him. They're like cartoonishly piled like eight people high in this giant pile extending forward into the air through this mass of hammer jacks is one lone coil from the kraken and a dark shadow passes overhead quickly once twice and then the third time it snags onto xr's extended coil and he is pulled from this cluster of hammer jacks so quickly and with such eruptive force that they are scattered everywhere in a train cascade of minions. So pink or yellow, did either of you want to summon your mech in? Emery's just going to go uh, activate the band. Jackie, hop to it here. And you see the Jackalope mech hop in from like, I guess there are probably like some foothills nearby. It just kind of hops in there and then does a midair bunny kick Amazing. on Crane of Terror. And Jackie lands, and Emery jumps onto Jackie's head and hangs onto an antler. I do just want to give Jackie a voice line where he just says, I told you I'm getting tired of them hopping puns. It's better than the horn puns. You got me there. 
So I have like three different things that this could trigger and I'm going to go ahead and let you figure out which one you think applies. This could either be remain totally dependable under pressure or, well, this is ask someone what's a creative solution to work this out. I'm not asking anyone, so I guess only two, but it's that or or sorry, the regular turn, reveal a hidden talent or passion. Because the thing is, is I think on stage, I very specifically kind of landed to be on top of a bunch of wires. You know, there's a lot of sound setup stuff that was there for amps and all of that. But I think what's been going on when he's been in his very Yamcha-like pose is he has been using his claws to kind of uh set up some electricity to the mic stand and i want to kick it towards charlotte hell yeah and when he does that i want him to say i knew setting up a, a dj for all those powwows would come in handy one day all right so i'm gonna give charlotte the choice here how you react to this because if it like hurts charlotte it would probably be the heavy turn, remaining totally dependable. Whereas if Charlotte is stays on more of an even footing with him, it would probably be the regular turn. I'm cool with uh, letting him choose. Ooh. I don't. I don't think it's. I, I. I think whatever is going to happen, it's not enough to kind of really do that, like a lot of damage. But yeah, I like, think it's enough always. to like really irritate you and do like a double take like maybe you should be more cautious next time hell yeah yeah i think it absolutely like, catches them off guard as they are like electrocuted but luckily they're able to like after taking a couple seconds of shock they're able to like kick it aside yeah i think at that point i've already gone i've booked it <laughs> <laughs> i think that's perfect because the thing i wanted to do was on the regular uh -huh. turn display a dastardly fighting technique and uh -huh. i think that there's going to be like a hammer that was dropped from like one of the previous minions uh-huh that was and... mine <laughs> oh really that was yours yeah oh perfect <laughs> then you're gonna love this back to me? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're going to love this part. Like, as you're running away, they just, like, take a stance and aim the buster arm and launch the hammer through the wormhole to hit you. Oh. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I think I'm going to roll into a bowl, like one of the, the skating rink bowls, and go, oh, I deserve that. And then after that, they're just immediately going to, like, go into the comms, like, I'm sorry, I just saw them summon new things. That was not mentioned on the contract before. What just happened? These warriors are... Stronger than the ones we fought before. You'll figure something out. Take care of them. What? I want to be able to do that stuff. You know what? I'll figure it out. One day, if you prove yourself, maybe we will give you something like that. They were given it? Uh, okay. Bigfoot is weak-hearted. He trusts too easily. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Alright, as long as our deal's still going, yeah, I'll ch muscle and chase after him. Did you want me to catch Bigfoot as well? Bigfoot can come once these four are taken care of. He's a weakling. I think the dogman sort of comes out of a cave. Like, its its eyes flash yellow, and it kind of, like, stumbles out of a cave, and then it's running, and it's running down a highway, and, like, nods to a trucker that looks very surprised. 
before kind of showing up and just like gently grasping picking me up in its in its mouth before tossing its head back and catching me on the head we see the four of these mechs in the same vicinity have the four of you joined together yet i don't remember no, we have not okay. formed we have not. the giant robot yet i think you each here in unison coming from your bracers the four of your cryptids talking to each other the mothman says i don't foresee this going well for us perhaps it's time we join forces and then the kraken gives like sort of a grunt of affirmation and says it'll be quite fun to fight together once again the dogman just comes across and says all right i've been itching to get back in this fight and then jackie surprisingly says all right let's hop to it and what's it look like when the four of your mechs join into the giant cryptid that is your mega form giant robo mystery king i do the... like the mystery king so i think uh-huh. red mothman's gonna be the main body that just makes sense he's red do we want Mothman to also cover the feet? I was thinking since my, my Mothman sword actually has like really long legs that Mothman would essentially kind of be the the legs and like a part of the torso. So that way the, the wings could be part of it. All right. Then we just uh, need to figure out the arms and the chest piece. I'll be feet. <laughs> I can be I can be arms like if the if my if, like if you were to splat an octopus onto somebody's back. Well. And each, like, four tentacles on each side becomes, you know, a cluster of arms sort of well, deal. Well, the feet are covered. We could have... Yeah, no. We could have yeah. Kraken be... Or <laughs> we have Jackalope and Wolf and, and Dogman be the arms, and then Kraken can yeah. form the chest piece. That sounds fun. <laughs> for, once, for once, Pink gets to actually be something other than the chest. Yeah. Or the, or the sword. God, poor Pink. Yeah, I think Pink and Yellow being the arms and... Oh, chess piece and the tentacles could form like a spear or a lance. Oh, okay. So like they disconnect and the t- and the top half becomes a chess piece and the tentacles become a lance. I'm down for that. That's not like a like a coiled sort of brain lance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Does that sound good to everybody? Yeah. Works for me. Very cool. Cryptic connect. So. Do you all want to describe what happens in the fusion scene? I think Mothman has body first. Maybe the maybe the legs kind of like telescope inward so they're shorter and, and like thicker. And then maybe like the wings kind of like fold back to make room for the arms. Yeah, I think like the, the Mothman arms like retract inward and the Mothman hand kind of shoots into the body, but the legs probably if anything like extend a bit more somehow and you wonder okay. how much how much more leg could there possibly in, be inside this Bothman robot for the jackalope <laughs> arm i think maybe the antlers kind of fold down so they're like around the sh- around the head so it looks like a shield oh i think that's nice and then it, you know it just it, it does like the extending thing they always do and it connects onto the the right arm for my arm, what happens is the dog man's kind of legs kind of push in and lock to the side. That way it can kind of attach 
to the body with like the mouth being about where the hand is, but the mouth kind of like slides back and locks into place to show a fist. But it makes the the head kind of look like almost like a, a bracer in a way. And that way I could easily handle any weapons or other cryptid friends that we might find. Things like that. So my head becomes the helmet that the Mothman wears, essentially. And I don't know what that looked like. But then the arms detach and sort of skitter. Or I say arms. So then the Kraken's tentacles detach and sort of skitter down the arms and form into a lonely single spear coiled and braided together of all the tentacles in both of the hands of the connect, And then, you know, they do that sort of laser gleam at the end that, like, signifies the transformation is all, all done. And then the cockpit. So Super Sentai cockpits are heavily dependent on kind of the, the theming of the series. And often it's kind of just, like, vaguely connected for Machi Ranger... They, they, it was a lot of like kind of mostly European witchcraft and stuff. So they, they all became like chess pieces mm-hmm. inside the cockpit. And <laughs> sometimes it's like, like a lot of times, like the Jamosa generic one is it's like a bunch of podiums we all stand behind. Uh huh. And, um, and sometime... do dramatic poses. I don't like the traditional podium, to be honest. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Since we're, um, you know, since our theming is all like V pets. Yeah. Maybe we all have like little. Like eight, like our consoles have like an eight-bit version of the mech on it. Yes, and uh, and our our mechs can our our various cryptids can talk to us through it. Yeah, yeah. So like as we're in the cockpit, Emery looks around like, oh my god, this is awesome! Whoa, this is something new. All right. Let's let's finish this. Right. So I'll just kind of turn this over to you all. How do you kick Boom Crane's ass? I feel like whatever's going to happen, there's at least sort of like an exchange of just kind of blows to show off the this thing in motion for the first time. Like, and that's going to fill up a bit of screen time while we figure out what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, because like Ooh. with the like with when I I the implication I get from Henshin is like once we're in our ultimate form, we're in charge. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe maybe we all just contribute something to the fight, and then we do our big, like, super mega finishing move. Oh, I think I'm going to find a big mystery coin on my console and go, hey, what's this? And then I see a coin slot, and I push it in and twist kind of a gachapon handle. And I want this to be kind of like the motion that we do to kind of queue up whatever our big special move is. I like uh, that. It, yeah. And what's the special move, I guess, that's queued up by this? It's got to do with the lance. I like the yeah. idea of like a, the lance being like a spring lance. Is everybody okay with just like us like winding back and just impaling the bird? I think that yeah. sounds awesome. If we're going to do that, we should at least spin it to put up like a big fancy magic sigil first, because th- that's just the Sentai way. Oh yeah, Ooh. like the sigil shows all of our cryptids on it. Yeah, I was gonna say, have, have any have any of y'all seen Big O before? I have familiar Ooh. with it. Yes. Uh, a, so you know how the, there's a piston on the back of the arm that does like he'll do the punch and then the piston kicks in and it basically just like blows him up. 
Yeah. Like I was thinking that oh. where that's part of the lance where it hits and then the, the final part of the lance like pushes forward. So we do the initial pierce and then it kicks in and then just whatever it hits like just explodes. I that love it. Awesome. Like a big like yes. a pile. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then we put it all together to make this big kind of show. Yeah, I love it. What do we call this attack? Piercing intuition? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel right. You're right. The original idea for your big weapon was the cryptid cannon. So if that inspires anything. Cryptid crush. Ooh. I like that. I'm all right, on so, board. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I imagine we all say cryptid crush. And then yep. there's the spin of the big spear. And then the the forward momentum through and then the the follow-up, the like the actual piercing with the big explosion. And then that panning camera shot of Mystery King standing there, illuminated by moonlight. Yeah, of course. And then we cut down to Charlotte, the purple warrior. And you hear over your communicator with Lord Salazar, he says, I was wrong to think you were ready to fight them on your own. Retreat for now, and perhaps you will be strong enough in the future. They're gonna see me at school, but... Yeah, sure thing, your lordship. I think we're gonna need a new contract that's a little above my weight class. I don't think there's a reply. I think we see his throne from behind on his ship. And he just presses a button that's like a it's got a big red X on it so that we know that it's to end the call. And then Charlotte, what do we see as the end for this episode? After all that fighting, just like watching over at like the awesome robot and destruction and just like warping back to the fence, detransforming, and then like picking up with the snacks again and just like pondering over like what to do from here. And I think on that quiet, snacky pondering, we'll end our episode. That was so fun. Yeah. This is so cool. That was peak. Jordan, like, round of applause. You were peak Evil (laughs) Ranger. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Look, I just think Jordan should be villainous in more tabletop games. That worked really well for PvP, though. I, I. Yeah. That was awesome. I don't know if this system was made to support PvP, but it I mean, the Purple Ranger exists, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, like this was super cool. So, like, I think, like, the Purple Ranger is actually, like, mechanically built for some PvP, because even your, like, weak moves, like, your ones that give you tokens, even those ones still hinder the team. Like, you can still attack with them while gaining tokens, as long yeah. as you're a bastard. In fact, like the thing that does require spending more tokens is like being nice to people. As long as you're a bastard, is that what you <laughs> Yeah, it's very relatable. <laughs> Look, when I saw the purple playbook and it was like pick a bastard, I was like, hey, I know one of those. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't get to play bastards enough in my games. Like, I'll usually play like some form of like idiot. Like Gnome and Elliot have seen me play a lot, but like not a bastard a lot of the time. The Death Worm. I, God, I love it. <laughs> so yeah, good. we were like halfway through that fight scene and I was messaging Jordan like, hey, you want to come back later? <laughs> like, yeah. this is too cool to try to cram a full I'd arc into two to. hours. I, I just wanted to make something that was like weird, edgy, and like marketable. 
And yeah. right now, em Emery's <laughs> worried that, that they're going to find Bigfoot with a with a knife in his back or something. Hell yeah. Oh uh, yeah, y'all probably ought to go check on Bigfoot. Because like, I would like next time coming back, I'd love to like do an actual like school scene of just like oh, not yeah. in a fight. Same. I would love if oh. nothing else the ability to go, dude. What the fuck? Right. Hope <laughs> some word. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Emery is so pissed. Like. Colt was peak Red Ranger getting the shit kicked out of him this episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, did we give out a raise last time? I don't remember. I I got I got one. Okay. We also didn't state our no, we tasks didn't. at the beginning because I'm bad Dang about it. that. Um, but let's just kind of go over and like, who do we think was sort of spotlit for this episode do we have anybody that we feel like deserves kudos out of this one well i i mean if if possible i would definitely say jordan yeah i was gonna say the same yeah. thing yeah yep my heart so if, yeah. if you want to power up for your next appearance charlotte does Cause, yeah because you know charlotte was just so underpowered yeah this charlotte episode. was just was, too weird that was so awesome because like <laughs> that's always how it goes with the evil ranger like mm -hmm. they're always stupidly overpowered oh, when yeah. they're fighting the team, yeah. and then when they join the team, they just fall into line. Mm -hmm. I literally was talk. Me and Jordan were talking about this, and she was like, "What are like my powers and stuff?" I'm like, "Just be strong. You're the villain. Kick their asses." The wormhole power was such a cool idea, though. Thank you. It and really was. <laughs> The way you just sucked Colt in to be a human shield was yeah. peak Doku, though. Yeah, I, absolutely. Not gonna lie, if I, I'm probably gonna get art of Charlotte, and I want it to I be will that pitch scene. In. I want it to be specifically Charlotte using Colt as a human shield because I, that's just good. I will. I will contribute to that fund. <laughs> Boner Alerts is an Elliot Andrews production and was edited by me, Elliot. The rights to all characters, locations, and ideas presented in this episode belong to the person who created it. If you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash elliotandrews or by telling a friend about us. To stay up to date on this and other shows, follow us on Twitter at Elliot Presents on TikTok at Elliot Andrews Productions, or join our Discord linked in the show notes.